This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. This one's for all the haters out there. All of those who think it's cool to sit back in the safety of their mother's basement, make clips of my videos, and talk shit about me out there on the internet. You little fuckers have no idea the life I've lived. 41 years working professionally with horses, 30 of those spent as a remote wilderness guide. I did shit on a daily basis that would make you bitches piss yourself. I stood down nine grizzly bear charges in my life, five black bear charges, and I once stepped up and stuffed an eight-foot Tom Cougar square in the fucking mug with my walking stick to save one of my dogs. I watched 17 horses lose their lives out there. I lost three good friends, and I've held the lifeless body of my best friend in my arms. I've heard my own bones snap. I've stitched my fucking body twice myself, and I've felt the searing fucking heat of a hot brand. You fuckers have no idea what tough is sitting back in your fucking mom's basement, going to work in your cubicle, stopping by 7-Eleven on the way home, and then talking trash about fellas like me. You know what? I, I feel sorry for you fuckers, I really do, because what I see is a whole world full of hate-filled, little, soft, and gushy, blue smurfs. Harmless. Yap, 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 but completely fucking harmless. For those of you who follow my videos, I appreciate you listening to my rant. Now I feel better. I love all of you. Stay the course. Resist. And I'm sorry... Honestly, for the fucking stupidity that you've all got to put up with out there. to the show. It's your boy, here, Scott from Oak Societies. It's episode number 410, and we're coming in hot with some Dr. Robert Redfield testimony today. And from the House Select Committee into the origins of COVID-19, we got more January 6th Moabs and what's really going on with the Nord Street Pipeline. We're going to be breaking narratives, crushing lefties, and crushing communists all over the place. And guys, just want to say welcome in to everyone over on Twitter. Everyone over on Rumble, on Rockfin, and of course, 
on pill.net, foxhole.app. Welcome to another edition of Woke Societies. We got some fire for you guys. Let's see all the ahs on the chat. Don't you guys love this guy? He reminds me of the of the men that I remember growing up with when I was a kid. And uh, there was no rooms for there was no room for being a pussy. But m- most of my family, they're all entrepreneurs, and half of them um, worked in uh, the tree business and were uh, and were lumberjacks essentially. No time, no time for little tiny blue Smurfs, according to the old man here. I love it, absolutely love it. Thank you guys all so much. Continue to please smash that red pill over on Build, and please continue to smash that thumbs up. Over on Rumble would really super appreciate that. Thank you all. And look at all the ah oh, down the chat. I have an official due date for the incoming baby, which I'll show you guys at the end of the blitz. And so much other news that we're going to get into. But we have a lot of video to go uh, to uh, to dissect and go through. And guys, it's, it's it is beautiful crescendo that we are living in right now. I can't wait. We are in the middle of it, and more and more troops coming out, and we're going to be talking about shills, trying to stir up this bullshit with uh, Trump and Tucker Carlson, and just get into the, some of the nonsense and clear the air with all that as well. So, before we do all that, let's say hi to the Woke Fam, shall we? Frogger says he's a manly man. I would have to agree with that. What up, Frogger? Hopefully, KH is uh, he's doing all right uh, back to work. I don't know if he's out there, but uh, it looks like uh, Landshark and Pinata was making some new stickers for him, which are absolutely awesome. What up, Down Home? Great to see you, friend. Heather July's in the house. Cindy's in the house, as always. Go Tech from Down Under. Don't tell Scotty. Scotty doesn't know all the memories that that, that brings back. We got Optimus Grind. Says, who is he? He's a mountain man. That he's kind of famous on TikTok, and he's just, the dude's just, uh, he just puts out amazing videos of his life out in the wilderness. And uh, he gets a lot of grief from the uh, from the left, from the uh, from the soy boys, and he makes videos on it. It's absolutely great. Sunny day, we got Ramona, we got ZZ Haas in the house, Fontana dropping a nice sticker there. Very the, these stickers are getting insane. I love seeing it. ZZ Haas in the house, Mermaid Q as always. Shout out to my beautiful mods. We got TikToks, no problem, my friend. Always supports you and your and your uh, ventures, including on streaming, man. Always great to see a friend. DHX, we got Megathan. We also got KH Ohio Sea Wags. Cubs Jedi, hopefully not making me say Mike McCarthy today. We got Shin Sonata, Energio Matrix in the house. We got Scorch, Patriot 714. Great to see you. Warrior in the Garden, my man. Great to see you as well, dude. OH Patriot 55. We got Chris Doom, 88850, strong and flawless in the, U- in the United States. And also Jeff Den. What up, Jeff Den? We also got Heavy D007, Jimmy Crickets in the house. We else, who else? Lizzie B. What up, Lizzie B? Uh, let's see, we might share. We got everyone up. Jack Attack, of course, always in the top of the chats, dropping me some love, as always. And I think I got mostly everyone that's here so far. And Donkey Bunch, guys, keep praying for his family. Him and his family are appreciating the prayers. And also for our, our dude, Spaz, Spazzo Yeti, who we love so much. Donkey Punch and Spaz, a part of the Woke fam. Brandy B, what's up? Please continue to keep praying for them as well. And let's get into the Rumble chat, shall we? We got HL Paco, Mel, my bell. Uh, Heather Lynn, Eric17, Nama, don't cancel me. MAGA for life and Kaluppi. What up, my friends? And HL Paco. Filter Dog is always double dipping. Beast Stingers working and lurking as always. Who else? Who else? The Stereoverse, real having Patriot. Great to have you, friend. Shirley Bentley's in the house. And Renee 0304. And uh, looks like Mermaid's working double duty. As always in both the chats. Thank you all so much. I really appreciate that, guys. Continue to throw those donations, guys. You know I can't do the show without them full time. Super appreciate it. Keep smashing that red pill over on Pilled. And, of course, the thumbs up over 
on the Rumble. And welcome to everyone also over on Rockfin. Uh, there's four of you over there. I think we hit seven people on the live stream. So it's a, um, it's a work in progress, but it's a brand new platform. And to everyone that watches on Twitter. But with that being said, guys, we it's uh, I don't know if it's today is National Women's Day or it was yesterday. I don't remember. But these guys that are filled with AIDS, they want to honor women by honoring men. And we're going to be getting right into this with a news blitz right now. So let's not waste another minute. It is Wing Wednesday, news blitz edition time. And who else better to start the soy boy of the country of Canada, the king of the soy and the country of Canada, wanting to make sure that International Women's Day is honored by trans women. And this is coming hot off the press here from the post-millennial. Justin Trudeau declares trans women are women in honor of International Women's Day. And no one, absolutely nobody, is surprised by this. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has chosen to mark International Women's Day by issuing a statement declaring that trans women are women and that the government of Canada will always stand up to hate whenever and wherever it occurs. Trudeau began by saying that International Women's Day celebrates and recognizes the achievements of women and girls in Canada and stated that this year's theme, Every Woman Counts, is a reminder that all women from all ages and walks of life have a place in every aspect of Canadian society. Guys, this is nothing but full-blown fucking AIDS. I cannot stand this trans agenda. It absolutely disgusts me, and it's a spit in the face of every actual woman and little girl in the entire world to you not surprised by this at all and of course the king of soy himself wants to make sure that you all know hey cage farmer go check out the new stickers drunk pinata and land shark are dropping hope you see him in the chats my friend <laughs> and also out here in the united states it's not much different here they are honoring the international woman of courage award goes to wait for it a biological male in argentina alba ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination against the LGBTQI plus community in Argentina. Look at these faces here. Look at our face. Look at our face. You guys really think that anyone, this is fooling anyone? This is all, this is Sodom and Gomorrah type shit. America is on the way down, guys. And it's absolutely disgusting to see this. Honoring chicks with dicks on International Women's Day. Do we need to say any more than that? Let's keep going here. By the way, LGBTQ is not too happy with this uh, legend. They put a, they put a, uh, the flag, the LGBTQ flag on a public street. You know, the same, you know, you know how people are saying you can burn an American flag and it's totally fine? Well, this man in this truck decided to go over with his truck, the tranny flag here, and do some road rage on it. And now, of course, he is under investigation and wanted by police. A community hit by hate when a man leaves tire marks. A community hit by hate. All over a pride flag painted on an intersection. Residents around the area speaking out in disgust. Sevens, Danielle Garcia is live in Fort Lauderdale with more on the search for that driver. <laughs> Danielle, good morning. Good morning, Lorena. That mural right behind me was unveiled just about 20 days ago. Already it's been damaged and covered with skid marks. The community here is saddened, as you mentioned, but they are planning to redo it. In fact, the cleanup process has already begun. Guys, anytime there's a BLM flag, Antifa flag, uh, LGBTQ, I hope every single one of them get completely defaced and destroyed. It's the least that we could do compared to the billions of dollars that those clowns 
and assheads decided to do to our country and cost us billions of dollars by destroying our country and they're upset about some road rage on some fucking stupid flag that is nothing but a beacon of pedophilia in our country i'm glad he did it this guy is a legend hit by hate fuck that hit by patriots i absolutely love it Let's get over to the Gateway Pundit, some election integrity news. This was uh, two days ago, and I wanted to make sure we got to this. Three more states are pulling out of the ERIC system. That announcement was made today, and that was back again on March 6th. And this ERIC system is all about the voter rolls that the Democrats love to use uh, concerning 7 million registered voters in a state with less than 4 million eligible voters. This is just out of Wisconsin. And now we have three states that are going to be getting rid of this. And again, this is a small step forward to cleaning up our elections, I believe. This is coming out of three different states that wanted to announce it all at the same time. And those three states are Missouri, Florida, and West Virginia announcing that they're getting rid of the Eric system. I'm hoping, guys, they don't replace it with something that that is also filled with AIDS or something from China. We shall see. And Trump has been very vocal about this as well on his truth, uh, on his truth account, saying all Republican governors should immediately pull out of Eric. The terrible voter registration system that pumps the rolls for Democrats and does nothing to clean them up it is a fool's game for republicans and while these governors are at it go to the same day voting all paper ballots and voter id voter identification mail-in voting only for faraway military and those that are very sick problems on elections are solved and guys we know that trump's been talking about ballot harvesting and mastering it we didn't really have a good video clip of it except from cpac until today and fam right now this seems like the part of the big plan going forward to win our election and get Donald Trump back in the White House in 2024. This is the newest video that he put out about ballot harvesting. The left Democrats have used ballot harvesting to cancel out your vote and walk away with elections that they never should have won. They cheat, and they cheat like nobody's ever cheated before. Many states have banned ballot harvesting to keep our elections honest and fair. But in the states where ballot harvesting is still legal, We have no choice but to beat the Democrats at their own game. It's very simple. Either we start ballot harvesting or you can say goodbye to our country. You can just wave goodbye because Democrats would win every single election. We have to get smart, and that's why our campaign will fight back and start harvesting ballots in the states where the left has been cheating the system and hurting our country. But our harvested ballots will only come from legal registered voters who are American citizens. With your help, we will master the Democrats' game of ballot harvesting, and we will win back the White House from Joe Biden and the people that are destroying our country. They're absolutely destroying America. Thank you very much. So love it or hate it, guys, this right now is the plan. I don't know how this is going to be implemented or how this is going to be used. And I know people are kind of split on this, but it's interesting nonetheless. Uh, nonetheless, we're going to have to see um, how this plays out. And not only that, Trump is now pondering. Hey, this is this is crazy, but I, I, I have nothing against this. Trump is now pondering and considering Carrie Lake as a potential 2024 running mate after she dominates in CPAC straw poll. And Lake responds to this. Lake Howard says this is currently a distraction from her lawsuit challenging the stolen 2022 midterm election. And everyone in Arizona knows she is the duly elected governor. I'm 100% dedicated to serving as Arizona governor. Lake told the Gateway Pundit. And guys, she's going to remain dedicated to the people in Arizona. That is what she is. That is what she's doing. That's what she wants. And I have total respect for that. But to be completely honest, guys, as I'm always honest with all of you, I don't see this lawsuit being won by her. She's got to carry this out as far as she can, even if it goes to the Supreme Court. I'm totally fine with that. If that falls through 
and the option for her to be Trump's running mate, imagine the powerhouse between Trump and Carrie Lake as the VP. I mean, my God, um, I'm totally okay with this. I got nothing, absolutely nothing against it. And let's go to New York City for more aides here. They're going to be paying $6.88 million to 320 BLM protesters for 2020 protests and riots. And this is why I'm saying, guys, if they're going to be upset about skid marks on a trans flag in the middle of a public street, they can go fuck themselves. These people are getting paid back after doing billions of dollars of damages, all because of more racism and more COVID and God knows whatever else. Straight up, this is New York City. No one's surprised by this. Absolutely disgusting. And oh, by the way, from the post-millennial, the LSPLC lawyer that was accused of domestic terrorism in Antifa that we broke down yesterday, he was the only one out of all the Antifa members that were arrested that was granted a $5,000 bail. You have to sit there and wonder, how does that work when the rest of them were all arrested without bail? This is how it went down. And there was one exception. And again, this was Thomas Webb Jurgens, an attorney for the Southern Poverty Law Center. You know, the Southern Poverty Law Center that tells the FBI who to go after for being domestic terrorists. Oh, that's right. The Southern Poverty Law Center is the one that's breeding these domestic terrorists. And oh, by the way, they're also the same ones that only get a bond from the judge. Sounds like a complete corrupt system that needs to be taken care of. Absolutely terrible. And oh, by the way, things are changing and the poll numbers for Donald Trump are going up. And Joe Rogan says on his podcast, he would vote for Trump over Biden in a future election because he says uh, Joe Biden is now mentally gone. This is his quote. It's bizarre how fast he's deteriorated, Rogan said. The most the host recounted a conversation with a past guest, Eric Weinstein, who said, I can't vote for Trump. And I go, I would vote for Trump before I'd vote for Biden just because the thing with Biden is he is gone. Absolutely love this. You can love or hate Joe Rogan. You love or hate Tucker Carlson. They're helping people wake up. And right now, hearts and minds are what we care about the most. And the other thing here, guys, is Ron DeSantis. He ain't going to be working for it. And I don't want him to run. I know you guys don't want him to run. He can fully wait. And what you're about to see here, guys, is a deep fake. This is not a real video, but fuck Ron DeSantis right now. I'm totally good uh, with making fun of him. Take a watch. People want to know. Why did I sign red flag gun confiscations into law? Why did I sign state forced vaccinations into law? Why did I claim victory over Disney when they're still woke, still self-governing and tax exempt? Why did I take huge donations from globalist elites like Citadel? Why did I hire a foreign agent with ties to George Soros to run my gaslight campaign? Why did I stab the greatest president we ever had, a man to whom I owe my career in the back? Well, the answer is easy, folks. That's where the money is. (laughs) And what that, ladies and gentlemen, is today's News Blitz. I love it. And right now, on Twitter, the CIA is currently trending. Angry Joe is trending, and also Hannity is also uh, trending. And not not for anything good uh, for the deep staters that is for damn sure guys there is a wave that is a changing there is momentum changing guys and i am fully motivated i am so encouraged for the future and the future of our country and what we're doing here on this show and um it's just absolutely amazing and since we have a mostly a good portion of the audience here guys um the wifey went in for her first ultrasound today and we got news of a due date and we have an official date of november 1st and this is what the image looks like and this is what is uh, is coming. That little speck right there, that little tiny thing, is the baby uh, 4.2 millimeters long. A whopping 4.2 millimeters long, guys. So it's been confirmed. It's happening. 
And uh, it's it's still, I'm still in denial about it. And I'm praying that if I'm hoping to God that it's going to be a girl. So all this is happening. Uh, it's going to be another crazy year. And uh, 2023 is certainly not going to disappoint. But guys, we have a lot of truth and a lot of video to dissect here about the hearing with Dr. Redfield. And it's going to be absolutely fire. But first, Cindy, thank you for that can jack attack. Thank you for the cookie, my man. Eight five zero strong. The can master goldsmith with those cookie donations. Jack Attack says, "I love this shit. Let's fucking go." Jack Attack loves this show, man. Thank you so much. And H two O Maven the shade says, "Tickle, tickle, pickle." Wouldn't expect anything else from uh, Maven there. Down home with the ships says, "Happy Hump Day to the Woke Fam." Let her rip, Tater Chip. Bring the heat. And Cindy with the ah can space coast with the America will not fail. No, it will not. And flawless. Thank you for that cookie and TikToks. Thanks again, man. Always love stopping by your show, dude. I'm glad you're back doing news. Space Coast, another cookie. Here we go again with Rumble. Oh, what's going on with Rumble? Uh, Michael, Michael, Michael uh, the Fifth, or Michael V, have a great show. Thank you, my friend. Foxio says, what's good, my man? Warrior for Jesus says, wish there was a 10,000 gold pill uh, purchase option. Uh, that might be something down the road, Warrior for Jesus, but I believe you can get up to, I think it's eight. Th- no, you might be able to buy a custom out. I'm not sure on that, but I think it's up to 8,000 at a time. Uh, but we'll talk to the mats about that. Down home, thank you for the shades. Uh, get your wings on me. Hot and spicy with blue cheese dressing. That might have to happen on my cheat meal this weekend. Thank you so much, my man. Space Coast says, actually, it's fried chicken livers and okra Wednesday. That sounds so disgusting. Cubs Genesis is the best show and fam on pill. Thank you. Uh, hashtag Kevin McCarthy. My God. H2O Maven. Yeah, but it's pink and wet. Space Coast says, I'm so fucking sick of this Sodom and Gomorrah in our world. We're taking care of it. We're exposing it every day, right? 17, thank you for that cookie. Okay, that gay flag news clip. Add me at skid marks. And 17 of the cookies. Thank you so much. KH Ohio as well. And uh, Space Coast says, Carrie Lake would be Trump's best powerhouse VP. I agree. I'm, I'm fully on board with that. Miss Brandy J with a baby cookie and C. Blanche with a late, key, uh, late cookie and sunny day. Thanks for the subscription. I appreciate that. You can now have access to the private streams on Mondays. And TikToks is just thinking about it, bro. Trump asked for a baby boom. You're just compiling to his request. Yeah, that's that's how that went down. Uh, thank you, Chill, for the can. And Miss Brandy J, thank you again for the can. Congratulations, guys. Thank you all so much. Keep throwing those gold pills at me. You guys know what to do over there. And keep smashing that red pill. Everyone over on Rumble, you guys can do the same. Make sure. If you want to get in on the donations, you guys are fully capable of doing that as well. You hit this little, little money back sign. Boom. Put in your message in your amount. Boom. Send it over, and I'll read your message like I do for everyone on Pilled. Every single show, all your donations, guys, are gonna are, are they they literally pay my rent, pay my bills, they keep food on my uh, uh, keep keep food on the table for my family. Uh, there's no secrets here, and uh, super appreciate it, guys. So if you can't at least hit the thumbs up for me or the red pills over there, I'd really appreciate that. You can do buymeacoffee.com/slash/wokestudies. If you do that option, your message will pop up right here on the screen, right in the middle of the show, so you can't miss it. And you guys can also do uh, the cash app to the wife's account. It all goes to the same place. Super. Super appreciate that. And Slug Trail, yes, please don't send me uh, another $500 rumble <laughs> When you try to do $5, man, that was absolutely hilarious. But if you ever feel to send a $500 rumble rant, hey, Slug Trail, um, I'm right here, my friend. So, guys, keep them coming in. Thank you so much. We're going to get into the funny video of the day, and I wanted to play this clip here from Chris Rock uh, making fun of Will Smith and his wife from the new Netflix series, uh, comedy special he did. Uh, has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. We're going to need a little last because what we're going to hear from Dr. Redfield and the hearing today, it's going to blow your minds, but it's going to confirm everything we already knew. Getting into some stuff about January 6th from Tucker Carlson's show yesterday and a little bit about 
uh, this uh, this this pipeline story with Seymour Hirsch and the new narrative that they're trying to push out. All these dots are dots are going to connect for you, and we're all here to break it down. So, with that being said, enjoy this video, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. Your son's friend, okay? Now, I normally would not talk about this shit, but for some reason, these niggas put that shit on the internet. I have no idea why two talented people would do something that fucking low down. What the fuck? It, we all been cheated on. Everybody in here been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. None of us. It's like, hey, I was sucking somebody else's dick. How did that make you feel? She hurt him way more than he hurt me, okay? Okay? And by the way, he does that shit. Everybody in the world called him a bitch. I tried to call the motherfucker and give him my condolences. He ain't pick up for me. Everybody called that man a bitch. Fucking Charlemagne called him a bitch. And the Breakfast Club called him a bitch. And the View and the Talk and every rapper and, and fucking the Drink Champs called him a fucking bitch. Everybody called him a bitch. They called his wife a predator. Everybody called him a bitch. <laughs> contains opinions and commentary that may not be suitable for all audiences. We are not responsible for the views, actions, or statements from the viewers in the chats. They can be a little crazy, but damn, do we love them. Be prepared to laugh, be enraged, cry, and unlearn everything you know about this world from a once-crazed lefty individual who had his own awakening. We bring the news, hilarious memes, internet culture, and amazing music all into one chaotic crescendo. And to be shown an unhealthy amount of rainbow dildos. Fragile, smooth brains, beware. You have been warned. Enjoy. idea of the uh you know that whole multiverse thing 
What the hell is that, Joe? It's essentially the existence of an infinite number of parallel universes where you exist as different versions of yourself. Yeah, yeah, that. You know, like in the Marvel movies, Donnie. Oh, yeah, right. Well, I 100% believe in that, no doubt about it. Oh, you do? Well, I've seen you exist as at least 42 different versions of yourself in a single fucking speech, Joe. Sick burn, Donald. Not to mention, if there's anyone I know who I would describe as Dr. fucking Strange, that honor is yours, my man. Oh, fuck you, Donnie. I was just going to ask if you thought there was a a, what, a universe out there where we existed as superheroes. You know, like the Avengers, where you're Thor and I'm Captain America? You look more like Lieutenant fucking Leukemia from where I'm standing, Joe. Jesus Christ. Well, TikTok was fun while it lasted, gentlemen. May the Lord have mercy. I say we settle this in a good old-fashioned 2v fucking 2, boys. We got to stop swearing unnecessarily, guys. If Donnie's joke doesn't do it, the excessive cursing is going to get our account banned for sure one of these days. Come on, man, really? You lay a couple of F-bombs and everyone loses their minds. Yeah, but you lay a couple of real bombs and they call you Mr. President, right, George? I plead the... The fifth, we know. Hey, they call me Mr. President, too. Barack, isn't that odd, man? Oh, it's very fucking odd, Joe, but not for the reasons you think. But by the time the next election rolls around, you won't be president. You'll be president. At least my term in office will go down in history, Donnie. Yeah, and it'll be the worst thing to go down in the White House since Monica Lewinsky was giving your good pal Billy Boy sloppy jalopy in the Oval Office. Bing bong. You're from Connecticut, George. Stop embarrassing yourself, homie. Honestly, though, the day I no longer have to see Sleepy Joe waddle on stage to deliver a presidential address like a geriatric fucking penguin is the day I can die happily. If I knew that's all it would take for us to finally be rid of you, Donnie, I, I, I swear I would have pulled the plug on the whole politics bullshit when I was the fucking pool boy for the Obama family back in 2008. Wait, wait, pool boy? My girls still have nightmares of Joe in a Speedo. Oh, someone definitely should have pulled the plug, Joe. Pulled the plug on whatever fucking life support they've got you hooked up to when you aren't on camera. Oh, fuck you, Donnie. Anyway, I think I'll let you boys get back to leveling your accounts. It's double XP weekend, and I know you're almost max prestige in Parkinson's disease, Joe. Bing bong. <laughs> oh, what's going on, fam? Welcome to episode number 410. It's your boy here from Woke Societies. I hope there's no kids around for that. Tell you this is uh, uncensored content. Uh, we don't hold back on this show, as you guys know. And uh, ones that have been around my show for years, you all know this. You know what you're getting. Welcome in everyone over on Rumble, over on Twitter, on Rockfin, and of course, Pilled.net, Foxhole.app. Welcome, guys. Thank you all so much. Yeah, we gotta get the laughs in now while we can because we're not gonna get into laughing here for a little while. Thank you all so much. All those red pills. 113. My goodness. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone jumps in here. We got Trek Pony with a cookie, 17 with a cookie, Dark Knight with a cookie, says, fuck Fauci. And yeah, he's going to get a lot of those today. Thank you, 17 or more cookies. Trump wants us. Congratulations, Scott. You are blessed. I am. God has blessed me and this amazing audience. Thank you so much. 17 more more cookies. NMHL1 says, fucking Wing Wednesday, Carolina Reaper style. Oof, those are really spicy. And Jay, thank you for that phone. Thanks, Scott. And Dice Man with a can. Judy Lady Pug with the cookie. Guys, there's like, there's like 10 different iterations of... The uh, of Trump and Joe Biden and uh, and Obama and, and Bush playing Call of Duty. Um, there's like so many of those, and that that was that was probably one of the most watered down ones that I could find. So there's that, and oh my God, we have 
an amazing person in the chat that I just saw pop in here with the gold pill bombs. My goodness. We have a Fuji Cash setting, and oh my god, we miss you so much, Fuji Cash. Dropping me a bunch of fleets and dropping me a whole bunch of ships. Thank you so much, Fuji Cash. I hope everything is going well with you. And uh, anytime we see Fuji Cash in this audience, she knows just how much of a treasure she is. Um, we love seeing you, Fuji Cash. I know you're working your ass off still out in that out in Akami, California. And we love seeing you uh, pop in here, and uh, you're just a treasure. Thank you so much for supporting me, my family, and this amazing audience. And when she's always around, she's always dropping so much love. So, everyone, give Fuji Cash some love. And thank you, Warrior for Jesus, for throwing me that phone there. Father God, if it is your will, I will ask you to deliver a beautiful, healthy baby girl to Scott and his family. Jesus' name, amen. Warrior for Jesus, I'm going to need all the prayers I can get, man. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. And thank you, Fuji Cash, for coming in hot here, dropping some atom bombs into the chat. So, with that being said, and I want to make sure we got Social Observer over on the Rumble Rants. Let's keep bringing the sauce. My dude, thank you so much. Don't want to forget you guys over on the Rumble. And don't forget, guys, uh, we believe in the, in the next few days, there's going to be tipping allowed on the mobile app through Rumble. And that's thanks to me and uh, Patel Patriot, John, uh, for getting through the CEO. So uh, that's all going down and uh, we are making headway uh, and we're absolutely crushing it over here in the alternative platform universe. So thank you guys. So let's get into what we are discussing today and a lot of what we're going to be hearing today. I hope you guys are watching our show with me and Johnny and Q over on Badlands, Sauce and Effect. And we broke down a lot of the new revelations that were coming out of the new emails that were foia'd. I don't remember exactly the date of it, but they, they had to be recently new about all the one day, February 1st, Jan, the night of January 31st, 2020, and February 1st, 2020, when Fauci for 13 hours was doing damage control and the emails and the messages and the teleconferences that happened in that one day, guys, is where the cover-up started with COVID-19 and the misdirection of the narratives and the crushing of any alternative narrative around COVID-19. I really hope you guys watched it. It was on Monday. It's an absolutely fire episode. Me and Johnny got into the uh, into the whole thing with Jim Jordan. But why does that matter now? Because of the what uh, the, the people that came in front of the subcommittee hearing on the origins of COVID that happened this morning. And one of the one of the guests here, and I just <coughs> excuse me, I just want to make something perfectly clear. Robert Redfield, um, I don't know if he is completely innocent in all this, and we all know uh, from his history with Dr. Fauci and his history in the CDC, him being a virologist, there's a lot of sketchy stuff that Dr. Redfield has been a part of um, with other diseases that we have dug into as well. But we're not going to get into so much of that now. Dr. Robert Redfield is important here because he was the CDC, I believe the director at the time during the Trump administration that was, uh, he was the head, he was the top head honcho at the CDC during this. So he was brought in as basically the star, the star witness into what Fauci was hiding when he, when he hit it and his opinions on the origins of COVID and the story and the facts of everything that led between him, other scientists, Dr. Fauci, his inner circle, and all that wrapped into one, it all came out today. And his his testimony is what we're going to be diving into for the first half of this show. And we have all the video clips for you in case you guys missed it. I didn't even realize this was going on today. If I did, I would have recorded some of them myself. 
Um, but thank God we have this amazing movement of uh, content creators and uh, people online that just, they're just, they're clip masters. So with that being said, I want to get into this first clip here. And Marjorie Taylor Greene was the one asking the questions here. And the information that Dr. Redfield is about to put out here and gave today lines up with everything that we have been saying for the last almost three years now. And all this coming together, we are going to be hearing about the weird engineering of the virus when they looked at it, why they thought it was uh, man-made, and on top of that, how this gain-of-function research goes ultimately back to projects started in 2014 through the military, through the DOD, and also through the use of U.S. taxpayer dollars. They don't get into who they're blaming for the origination in this, but they get into that the American government and Fauci were certainly at the heart of it. So, with that being said, this is our first clip up with Dr. Redfield. And guys, it's very, very eye-opening. We have plenty of these for you to digest today, so let's get into it. Here we go. ...opinion with Dr. Anderson's assessment at the time that this virus did look engineered. I was concerned because of... Uh, the presence of the furin cleavage site that we've talked about. And I think it's important to understand what that cleavage site does. Uh, that cleavage site totally changes the orientation of the binding domain of COVID. So it now, which could not see the ACE2 receptor, which is a human receptor, it totally changes the orientation now. So it has high affinity for a human receptor. So that furin cleavocyte bothered me. It didn't seem that it belonged there. And then when you look at the sequences that it used, and it's beyond the committee, but I know many of you have looked into it, the sequences that they used in those 12 nucleotides for arginine were the arginine sequences, nucleotide triplet, that coded for the human arginine. So why did this virus have the arginine sequences for human there, not bat? It was very disconcerting to me. It looked like this virus was engineered. Was this uh, what you're observing and speaking of? Is this something that would be in line with gain-of-function research and the, and the capabilities it would provide to right. the virus? Yeah. I mean, basically, this lab published in 2014 that they accomplished in this uh, allowing the coronaviruses that they were working with in the lab to bind to the ACE2 receptor in humanized mice. And the only way they did that was by reorienting the binding domain. And it was clear to them at this time that that was likely the issue in their private conversations. Um, yet by February 4th, a paper on the origins of COVID is drafted by four participants of the February 1 conference call. One of those participants, Dr. Anderson, completely reverses himself in an email to the president of EcoHealth, Peter Dozik, and says the main crackpot theories going around at the moment relate to this virus being somehow engineered, and that is demonstrably false. Um, my question to you, Mr. Redfield, did you know of any evidence that they had found within three days from February 1st to February 4th to be able to confirm that it was not created in a lab? Um, as I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, I was excluded from those conversations, uh, which I found retroactively very disappointed. <laughs> since I was obviously a virologist and very engaged, and I actually had asked Jeremy Farrar, Tony Fauci, and Tedros to have these conversations. And then to be excluded, I found unusual. I do think it illustrates one point that's worth really focusing on. When you have a group of people that decide there can only be one point of view, that's problematic. 
And I'll keep going there saying it it's antithetical to science. And unfortunately, that's what they did. I can tell you, Dr. Oh, man. So Dr. Redfield here. And this is why I'm saying, guys, we know the history of Dr. Redfield. The guy's uh, he's been part of a lot of things um, back in the day with different, uh, I believe it, was, it could have been AIDS as well, but other viruses um, that has a lot of sketchy things attached to it. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Dr. Redfield is some hero by coming out and doing this. But I will say in the current situation, in the position that he was in, this is lining up with theories that Johnny Q has, has been at the forefront of and has convinced me as well that maybe this entire thing with Trump and Warp Speed wasn't made out to be um, what, what was portrayed here. What I think is going on here and what you just heard from Dr. Redfield was the fact that he was left out of the conversations. And the theory that what we're going to find out in the Fauci files, which is still yet to come out, we are going to find out that Fauci was literally lying to almost everyone besides the people in his trusted circle. And those people in his trusted circle are people like Christian Anderson out from the UK that changed his, uh, it changed his mind on January, whatever it was, on January 31st, saying that it was coming from the lab. And then on February 4th, after he got $9 million from Fauci, changed his mind and said, oh, by the way, oh, no, that's a conspiracy theory. This definitely came from bats. That conference call that we went over on Monday, that was done on February 1st, and that was all before that conference call. That was all these email chains of of Fauci's closest friends saying, hey, you need to make sure your fingerprints aren't anywhere near this gain-of-function research and make sure we're all covered. And that's when Dr. Fauci was up all morning, all night into the early morning, doing damage control and getting everyone on the same page, and then he had that conference call with those 10 or 12 world-renowned virologists. And we said on Monday that Fauci was the only government official from America that was on that call. There was no one from Trump's team. Nobody like Dr. Redfield. No Burks. None of these people. And we know all these people do have some, con- they do have some uh, accountability to this. Dr. Redfield showed up today. And by seeing Dr. Redfield show up today, He's making sure that his ass is covered. And he's just straight up said, I was left out of those conversations. He doesn't want to speak on the motivation as to why. But the thing, the main takeaway from what he said here is that he realized at that moment that the only accepted narrative at that point was only going to be Dr. Fauci's and whatever the the establishment scientist wanted to push forward. And anyone else that was going to be part of this was going to be sidelined in silence. And fam, if they, were, if they were willing to lead the head of the CDC at that time and other Trump officials in the dark, why wouldn't that also pertain to Trump? And I know what people will say. Trump knows this though, Scott. He knew all this already. Maybe he did, but there's no way to prove that just yet. It's very plausible that Fauci, Trump not being a scientist, Trump having snakes surrounded, uh, surrounding him throughout his entire administration, and this one thing that they want, the deep state wanted to use the leverage to get rid of him, usher in mail-in ballots. The whole, you guys know the whole story. Why wouldn't Dr. Fauci purposely keep Trump in the dark and then do Operation Warp Speed and get the vaccines out that were already being made since 2012? They were already ready to go. Our military had already made the mRNA uh, sequencing and the vaccines. They were ready to go, and they just needed the opportunity to do a mass experiment, and this is how it happened. Trump just so happened to be the president. I'm really thinking, guys, we're going to find out Fauci lied to more than just the Trump advisors. He kept Dr. Redfield out of this entire thing. 
And he gets into a little bit more of the details here about when he examined the virus here, and then he starts to compare it to what he remembers from Ebola and also SARS. And he says the way that those those uh, those uh, little pandemic or pandemics that happened, they were only by a thousand people because the way that the, those natural viruses occurred, there was no way for them to attach to human tissue and to jump from jump from animal to human. It only happened in, in, in certain cases, and then those pandemics died down. It only affected a, maybe a couple thousand people. But when he looked at COVID-19, he noticed part of the structure inside of it was specifically designed to attach to human tissue. And he says that generally, in his 30, 40 years experience, that's usually an indication that this was, it was genetically modified and engineered and done on purpose by human beings. And he had brought this up to Fauci, brought this up to Tedros. And what happened? He didn't, he wasn't part of any, any of these meetings. And you're going to see here, Dr. Redfield didn't find out about that teleconference meeting until, until the rest of the public knew about it. Think about that. Think about how pissed off he must have been about that. How many people were in the dark? The American people in the dark. This elf rat fuck Dr. Fauci. Can I get all the fuck you Fauci's in the chats right now? Do we even stand a chance? Did Trump stand a chance with this rat fuck and the NIH and everyone else that was involved, all his colleagues? Let's listen to another one here. This is from when he was getting questioned here by, let's get her name, Miss Maliotakis. This is good. Here we go. I think uh, just to emphasize, uh, in, in, in early to mid-January, I did have multiple calls with Fauci, Farrar, and, and, and Tedros about how important I thought it was that science get engaged in, in aggressive, aggressive pursuing both hypotheses. I also expressed, as a clinical virologist, that I felt it was um, not scientifically plausible that this virus went from a bat to humans and became one of the most infectious viruses that we have with humans. All viruses are not the same. So when you look at coronaviruses for SARS and MERS, for example, when they entered the human species, which they did via an intermediate, they never learned how to go human to human. Even to this day, they don't know how to go human to human. So you can't equate Ebola with a coronavirus. Now, why do you why do you think you were excluded from those calls? I, I, because it was I was told to me that uh, they wanted a single narrative, and that I obviously had a different point of view. Okay, and it- they wanted a single narrative. They didn't want to have debate. They didn't want to do the real science. They wanted a single narrative to put out to the public the one narrative that would cover Fauci and his cronies. And Dr. Redfield knew about this. And found it extremely alarming. Oh, emails following the conference call for the 11 scientists told Fauci that they all found the genetic sequence inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory, basically what you're saying. However, just three days later, these four scientists had drafted a paper arguing the exact opposite. And that's now the infamous proximal origin of SARS-CoV-2. Our investigations show that this paper was prompted by Dr. Fauci, among others, with a goal to disprove the lab leak theory. What is the likelihood that these scientists came across additional information just three days after making these statements to conclude with such certainty that COVID-19 came from nature instead of the lab leak that they thought it was three days earlier? Yeah, I think it's unfortunate. Again, I've said this before, that this whole approach that was taken on uh, February 1st and subsequently in the month of February, 
if you really want to be truthful, it's antithetical to science. Thank you. Science has debate, and they squashed any debate. Thank you. Given what we know now and looking at all the conversations in February of 2020 and before the release of the paper, do you think that uh, Dr. Fauci used this paper to hide the gain-of-function research created, that gain-of-function research created this virus? I can't talk about Fauci's motivation. Do you think that the paper does hide the truth? I think it's an inaccurate paper that basically was part of a narrative that they were creating. Remember, this pandemic did not start in January at the seafood market. We now know there was infections all the way back into September. This was a narrative that was decided that they were going to say this came from the wet market and they were going to do everything they could to support it to negate any discussion about the possibility that this came from a laboratory. i got 20 seconds left. Dr. Fauci was affirmatively told in, told in an email that uh, NIAID had a monetary relationship with the Wuhan uh, Institute through uh, EcoHealth Alliance. He, he was told this in January 27th of 2020. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath to Senator Paul when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of gain-of-function research? I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research. Is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain-of-function research that created this virus? I think it did, not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD. I'm out of time. Thank you very much. U.S. State Department, DOD, military. This isn't all just China. Hasn't that what, isn't this what we have been saying this entire time, right, guys? As this information has been coming out, we've been disseminating it. We've been picking it apart bit by bit. Everyone in the world wants to blame China, but our tax dollars are paying for this research, and it has been going on for decades. Decades. And Megan then said, uh, said in the chat, these patents were already created before the pandemic, way before the pandemic. And that's right, because this stuff was all being made years ago and they just needed an opportunity to put it out. And Dr. Redfield is out here saying they squashed any way to have another theory. They didn't want any of this to come out. They wanted one narrative, just one single narrative. It is it's, it's, it's crazy, and it's just, it's just insane. And he won't speak on the motivations of Fauci. That's probably, that's probably his lawyers telling him, okay, if they, if they ask you why Fauci did what he did, don't comment on it because you don't want to get sued. You don't want to get into a legal battle uh, with Fauci because you know Fauci is watching this right now. You know the heat is on him at this point. There's no way, and it seems like the evidence is mounting and mounting and mounting and mounting, and it's going, it's going to at least come to a tipping point somewhere and the thing is, I don't know if we'll ever get Fauci in one of these uh, hearings uh, with the Republicans in here. I don't know. If there was nothing to hide, he would just come out and defend himself. But you don't see that. I want to know if any of these doctors that decided that they changed their minds at a 180-degree turn, if they are willing to speak as to why they changed their minds so much. So in this video here, Comer goes, uh, this is Comer's turn. And he goes, uh, he goes right to Redfield, and he asks him uh, basically not the same question, but in a different way. And uh, this, is, this is absolutely pure fire. Lab leak by Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins. Do you think they kept you out of the conversations because you believe COVID-19 may have come from a lab? Yeah, I think I made it very clear in January to all of them why we had to aggressively pursue this. And I let them know as a virologist that I didn't see that this was anything like SARS or MERS because they never learned how to transmit human to human. 
that I felt this virus was too infectious for humans. There was a lot of evidence that lab actually published in 2014 that they put the ACE2 receptor into humanized mice so it could infect human tissue. I think, you know, we had to really uh, seriously go after the fact it came from the lab. And they knew that that was how I was thinking, although I thought we had to go after both hypotheses. And I was told later, uh, I didn't know I was excluded. I didn't know there was a February 1st conference call until the Freedom of Information came out with the emails. And I was quite upset as the CDC director that I was excluded from those discussions. Why would they do this? Because I had a different point of view, and I was told they made a decision that they would keep this confidential until they came up with a single narrative, which I will argue is antithetical to science. Science never selects a single narrative. We foster, as my colleague here just said, we foster debate. Mm -hmm. And we're confident that with debate, science will eventually get to the truth. This was an a priori decision that there's one point of view that we're going to put, out there, and anyone who doesn't agree with it is going to be sidelined. And as I say, I was only the CDC director, and I was sidelined. Well, I think Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. They got caught supercharging viruses in an unsecure Chinese lab. They wanted to push the envelope, and so they got together to cover themselves, cover up their story, and wipe their fingerprints of the virus that has killed more than one million Americans. Uh, to quote Jurassic Park, they were, quote, so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should, end quote. I look forward to the rest of the time. Guys, if they were willing to put Redfield in the, in the dark, we have no idea what Trump or any of these other people that were surrounding Trump um, making the decisions and how to go forward with how the, they were going to tell the public to move forward among, amongst this pandemic and this is, we are three years out now. We were just finding a lot of this out now. It's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. But this is where we're at right now. And Redfield, you guys, I want to ask you guys, because you all know Redfield. Is he out here covering his own ass? Or do you think he was complicit in any of this? I want to know. Let me see in the chats while we do that. Sean in on, thank you for the 250 gold pills. You two are killing on sauce, bro. Keep up the great work. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, we got close to like 55,000 views uh, somewhere Somewhere around the mid, mid to low 50s. Uh, it's, been, it's been great. Johnny Q is awesome. We've been crushing it. Space Coast, thank you for the cookie. Been, wa- been covertly watching. Been watching Roswell to escape the reality. I love it. And uh, Fort Dietrich is where it started. Ask Judy Migovich, the pandemic. And uh, also, bottom line, we, we anybody ever be held accountable? We don't know. But I, that's, that, to me, I don't really care. I do care. But at the same time, I just want the people to know what happened. I'm not, for me to be hung up on accountability, it just doesn't, I've been doing this long enough, guys. We know the chances of accountability are very, very slim to none. Well, maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get it. And if we do, we'll all be celebrating it together, um, getting crazy. Maybe we'll even do a drunk society stream that we haven't done in forever. Um, But I don't try to get too hung up on the the accountability part. Um, The fact that this is coming out, this is good, and uh, it's 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 only going to equal to net positives. Trick Pony, thank you for the cookies. 17 for the cookies. Thank you very much. Dice Man, thank you, friend. And uh, Space Coast says, we are fighting deep state. Europe will not let us go. We're going to get into Europe. And um, Kim Iowa also said, Kevin McCarthy declined Zelensky, uh, Zaleski's invitation to visit Ukraine. It's fucking hilarious. I love it. Thank you, 17. And Trick Pony for the cookies. Space Coast says, Redfield is lucky he's not been Clinton-sided. Yes, I agree. 
And Space Coast says they're using our Fifth Amendment against us. Flawless says, fuck Fauci and Biden too. Jimmy Cricket says, Dr. Redfield is not suicidal. JB Tam with a cookie. Fruit bat with a can. Thank you so much. And Space Coast says, I have been telling everyone for two years, Fort Dietrich. And Pumpkin throwing the shades. And 17 says, I don't think he was involved in the cover-up. I don't think he was involved in the cover-up, but I think once he realized what was going on, he's like, oh shit, I can't be anywhere near this mess. Anywhere near this shit pile. And Dr. Redfield is then asked here by Dr. Uh, Wenstrup. Asked Redfield specifically, have you ever seen in your career, your, your medical history, that gain-of-function research has ever led to the ending of a pandemic? Ever led to anything good, essentially? And look at what Dr. Redfield, look at his answer. So one, one other path of questioning for you, Dr. Redfield. Proponents of this research claim it may result in vaccines or maybe even stop a pandemic. Dr. Redfield, has gain-of-function created any life-saving vaccines or therapeutics to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. Has gain-of-function stopped a pandemic, to, in your opinion? No, on the contrary, I think it probably caused the greatest pandemic our world has seen. Do you find any <laughs> tangible benefits uh, to gain-of-function research at this time? I personally don't, but I do want to stress, I think the men and women that support it are people of good faith because they truly believe it's going to lead to a potential benefit. I disagree with that assessment. No benefits. Nothing good. Never stopped a pandemic, but he believes it caused one of the worst ones in our country's history as far as the deaths. And what Redfield ended up um, ending with as far as his, um, his testimony, he talks about getting the truth out. And I want to kind of just end this kind of part of the show here with that as well. This is his last part of his testimony. And there was a bunch, there was other doctors too, guys. There were Democrats asking questions and all. I'm not even going to play the Democrat shit. It's not even worth it. It's a complete waste of time. All they did was basically they, they, they're they running cover for Fauci. They don't want the people to know what happened here. And this is something that should not even be politicized. But of course, it's politicized. Of course it is. Of course it is. But this is what Dr. Redfield said about getting to the bottom of the truth. And I want this the last one from him plan and because health is international that means exactly as you've said we need to focus on the national actually you know what where is it where's Jim Jordan this was the one I wanted you guys this is the one I wanted you guys to see this is the one we're going to end with for this clip this is worth the five minutes this is absolutely fire guys and this is Jim Jordan was the one that broke down the, the, the infamous date of, February, of January 31st and February 1st of 2020. And he goes ham with Redfield here and the other doctor. This is so good. Here we go. But here's the question I keep coming up with. If, if it may have been a lab, may have been nature, we're supposed to look forward, then why did Dr. Fauci work so hard for just one of those theories? Why was it so important to push one over the other? Dr. Barris said, oh, we should entertain... Uh, all hypotheses. Dr. Fauci had his, uh, his hypothesis, how this started. We should entertain all of them. But that's not what happened. That is definitely not what happened. Three years ago, if you thought it came from a lab, if you raised that, you were called a nut job. You got censored on Twitter. You were blacklisted on Twitter. You were even called a crackpot by the very scientist who in late January sent emails to Dr. Fauci and said it came from a lab. They called you crackpot. Is that right, Dr. Redfield? I think the most upsetting thing to me was the uh, Baltimore Sun calling me a racist because I said this came from a Wuhan lab.
Dr. Reptil, you were you were, uh, you you ran the CDC and you were on the Coronavirus Task Force. Is that right? Correct. That was formed on January 29th. 2020 is that right correct two days later dr fauci gets an email from dr anderson which says what virus looks engineered virus not consistent with evolutionary theory is that accurate that's my understanding next day i know did he share that email with you by the way dr redfield no as a member of the task force as a head of cdc did he share that email with you no okay next day february 1st dr gary sends dr fauci another email that email says i don't know how this happens in nature but it would be easy to do in a lab did you share that email with you, Dr. Redfield? No, you didn't no. see either one of those emails, even though you're head of CDC, even though you're on the coronavirus task force that had been formed just two days, three days earlier. No. Three days later, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, who told us it came from a lab and emails to Dr. Fauci that Dr. Fauci wouldn't let Dr. Redfield see, three days later, they changed their position 180 degrees. The question is why? Mr. Wade, why would they change their position that fast when the only intervening event is a conference call with Dr. Fauci, the guy who wouldn't let Dr. Redfield see the very emails that they had sent him, Dr. Redfield, head of CDC on the coronavirus task force. Why would they change their position, Dr. Wade, or Mr. Wade? Uh, well, this question does lie at the heart of the um, issue. Uh, what is pertinent, it seems to me, is there's, there's no new scientific evidence that we can see that came uh, available between these dates, the Jan 31st and Feb 4. Right, there's no new... I think you're... Go ahead. So you have to ask if there were other, uh, other kinds of influence uh, available. <clears throat> now, it is true that, that um, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Farrah in London were very powerful research officials, and between them they controlled... I read, I read your testimony, I saw okay. that. Yeah. So... Why don't uh, you cut to the chase and tell them what, what you really think was the reason? <laughs> I don't know what, what the reason was. I, I know what it was. I... Go well, ahead. no, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you say because I read your testimony. I think you, you said it in your testimony, too. Maybe you're reluctant <clears> to say it here, but go ahead. Well, if you're looking at the timeline, on um, May 21st, um, just... Uh, a few weeks after the Nature, Medi uh, the, the Nature Medicine article had come out, uh, two of the signatories of the original email to uh, Dr. Fauci, that, that's Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, were awarded a $9 million grant for the... So there's reason. $9 million reasons why they changed their mind. I knew you'd get to it. I read that last night. Three months after... So three days after they say it came from a lab, they changed their position, and the only intervening events, a conference call with Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins, again, a call that Mr. Redfield was not allowed to be on, the head of CDC and on the coronavirus task force. And then three months later, shazam, they get $9 bucks from Dr. Fauci. Well, isn't that something? Isn't that something? That's why we want to talk to these guys. That's why Chairman Winstrom wants to bring in Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary and ask them a series of questions so we can get to the bottom of this. So we can move forward and deal with this. Here's the key question. Look, I don't, I'm not I'm just a common sense guy from Ohio. I, I, well, I, was, I majored in wrestling in college. But I got a degree in economics. You're supposed to get a degree when you go to college. I got one in economics. And one of the things they tell you about is a thing called opportunity cost. So when you're spending your time making sure that the country believes only one of these theories, you could have been doing what Dr. Redfield was doing in our government, trying to figure out how we deal with this virus. And what was, what was Dr. Fauci doing? He was trying to cover his backside, and everybody knows it. And that's the part that ticks us off, because this is the highest paid guy in our government getting all kinds of money to tell us things that were not accurate, because we now know. 
U.S. tax dollars went to a lab in China, a lab that was not up to code, a lab that was doing gain-of-function research, and that's where this thing most definitely came from. And Dr. Fauci had to prove, no, no, he can't have that news getting out. And that's why he did what he did to the exclusion of a brilliant guy running our CDC, kept him out of the loop. Keeping him out of the loop probably potentially could have harmed America. That's the thing that ticks us all off. And that's why, Mr. Chairman, this, this hearing is so darn important, and we get to the bottom of really what happened. I yield back. We have to, it, it's crazy. I know it's nauseating, guys, but th- this hearing, uh, whether there's accountability or not, is very important because the people that were directly involved in the leadership positions with Trump that were around Fauci, that were very involved with everything that happened with COVID are now coming out and saying, listen, we were lied to as well. There's evidence of that. We were on this teleconference call with this Dr. Anderson where he got paid $9 million to change his opinion. And we showed you guys the sauce of this on Monday and I believe also yesterday of the screenshot with the quote saying it was engineered and most likely was engineered and then saying four days later it was conspiracy theory. It's crackpot theories. And Redfield's out here now doing his thing. And Fauci, Fauci is the one that needs to be brought. He needs to be brought to justice. He deserves way more than justice. I can tell you that right now. I can tell you that right now. And I know you guys, I see in the chats, I see the vitriol and it is very warranted. Fuck Dr. Fauci and all these clowns that killed our friends, our families, destroyed lives, destroyed businesses, and God knows what this is going to do to our, our future generations and children that have been affected by all of this. No one knows the damage that this was done all because this rat fuck wanted to make money, hand over fist, retire, go into the sun after killing not just the people in COVID, but with AIDS, uh, AZT, like Sean and, Sean and I was talking about over here. It's, it's all accumulating here. Is there going to be accountability, though? That's always the question. I want to show you guys there may be accountability coming, not for Fauci just yet, but for people equated on the same level of Fauci in different countries like the UK with uh, Mr. Matt Han- Hancock here. Shonanon says, when I was 10, I watched my uncle die, not from AIDS, but from AZT. It was horrific, so fuck them all. Yeah, um, I, I, I can't imagine, man, and I don't know if Redfield was part of that. He could have been. I don't remember exactly, but I know Fauci was certainly um, at the heart of that as well. H.O. Maven says, uh, size or cost did all of it. Uh, Nothic says, losing my virginity with this cookie. Oh, my man. Thank you so much. <gasps> Thank you. Fill the dog with a can. Says, remember, remember more deaths, no benefit. Fox Hill with a can of Mike from Montana says, not only did they cover for Fauci, but it was all Trump's fault. Democrats are retarded. Yeah, Trump caught the brunt of a lot of this, and I believe he was lied to at every single turn. Oriana says, I like it when Jim's on fire. Black Pill Red says, this hearing was so important. Jordan wore a tie. And 17 for the cookie, Elizabeth G says, Burks admittedly, they admitted they lied to President Trump. So this is what I'm saying. I've been very, you guys know, I've been very uh, upset with Trump's rhetoric around the vaccines. But I don't think we truly know the entire story yet. And we're going to find out um, very soon. Space Coast is a whole damn reasons for accountability. They're wasting time and our money. I hear you. I absolutely hear you. And I, I, and I hope we get it. I hope we do get it. Master Goldsmith, thank you for that cookie. Uh, with a nice popcorn emoji. And we got some donations over here from QPH Red Angel. Thank you for that rumble rant. Only here for about 15. Catch the whole show later. Just want to say, may all the J6ers and Mr. Jacob never, ever have to worry about keeping a roof over their head ever. Yeah, we're going to be getting to them here in just a little bit. 100% for sure. Mr. Hancock here is now being called out by one of the biggest media outlets in the UK, The Telegraph, um, for the text message that we showed you guys yesterday where he was talking about 
When are we going to release the next variant? When are we going to, um, how, how can we get Bill Gates over here to pay us some money for, uh, for pushing his program to put chips in people? That man, he is now being called by the Telegraph to be arrested and prosecuted. Uh, this is the health minister for his COVID crimes. And Dr. Ellie Davis says the first domino has fallen. We have to see if that's going to actually uh, actually occur here. And I actually found the, uh, the article um, that goes into all the details, goes into um, the text messages, everything. And the response, and they want they they want some blood now. The UK, I don't know. They probably had it worse than we did here in the United States as far as lockdowns. It was a complete clown show out there as well. And I know Chill's probably in the chat, man. You could probably verify that for me. My God, we thought lockdowns were bad here. They were they were even worse out in the UK. And now that one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest media outlets, the Telegraph, is calling for his prosecution. So we are going to have to see how this all plays out. I hope we get accountability. And uh, that's that's all we can do is keep exposing and exposing, exposing, winning hearts and minds. Because guys, I'm I'm getting so many messages from people, from people that watch the show, that follow me on socials, getting messages from friends and family that they know, telling them we were so wrong about your opinions. We see the light now. We see how right ever you got the conspiracy theorists were. It's happening all over the place, guys. I know it can't be seen on shows like this, but the minds and heart, the heart war, we are winning it. And just as a side caveat here, CNN loved to put out some fear porn. Scientists have revived a zombie virus that spent 48,500 years frozen permafrost. And guys, when Trump's going to be running again, they're probably going to throw out a different variant. We don't know. But on the other side of this, with China being blamed for all of it, they are now also pressing for a COVID origins probe in the United States. They want the United States investigated for everything um, involved with the origins of the virus. And this is where things are going to get really interesting. They want investigations too, because yeah, this may have came out of a Wuhan lab and may have been fueled by money from the DOD, from the military, from the NIH, from every facet of our government, our taxpayer dollars to pay for it. But where was it originated from? It may have been released in China, but who originated it and where was that? That's what people want to find out. And guys, I'm telling you right now, it's going to end up being the United States. There's no way around it. There's no way around it. So with that being said, let's switch gears here and uh, let's get into the January 6th stuff that was released here. And then we get into some of the, uh, the Nord Street pipeline. But first, guys, I want to give you guys a meme version of January 6th of when the doors were opened by the police. And it doesn't get much more better than this. <laughs> it's so good at playing it again. It's so true. It is so true. And Fujikaz says, I knew from day one that we were dealing with evil and corruption. Everything is being validated. Every single thing that we have gone through together and put her or put her voices out there, put ourselves on the chopping block, whether it was losing jobs, losing friends, losing fr- uh, family. We are being vindicated every single day. And guys, like I said, when I started doing these shows and still doing these shows, this is therapy for myself. To be among like-minded people that didn't fall for the bullshit from day one. And people that were watching this show and that were here, you all knew what was going on and we were able to keep each other sane. And I think... That is an underrated uh, benefit from these shows and the communities 
uh, like we have here on the Woke Fam, the thousands of us that get together every single day. We are one big family. We pray for each other. We take care of each other. We encourage each other. We motivate each other. Sometimes we disagree on things, and that's okay. That's what families do. But ultimately, being around each other that have like-minded and truly, the goal is we all have the, we all want the same things for our country to be have leaders that actually put our, our, our values first, the Constitution, American values, American families, getting rid of the cesspool uh, pedophiles that want to ruin our country. This, we, we may have different opinions on how we get there, but we all want the same thing. And absolutely, Fuji Cash, that is 101% right. Now, everyone was kind of uh, hyped up with uh, Tucker Carlson, and uh, he did put out some good stuff. We're going to get to the one good story. The rest of it was kind of man. So we're going to get into all that. So the newest and latest thing that Tucker Carlson dropped here were January 6th tapes reveal how a Capitol cop used his initiative to uh, evacuate senators after his boss went silent. He was ousted after wearing a MAGA hat to save colleagues. She was praised by Pelosi and scored plum new role. This was the video clip. If you guys missed it, we're going to watch this real quick and uh, carry on here. Johnson says he decided to begin the evacuation of senators himself. The person that I thought was going to authorize the evacuation didn't do it. I wanted to get those members of Congress out as quickly as I could. That's why I initiated, um, you know, those evacuations. Me being disciplined, um, it wasn't as important as not getting the members of Congress and their staff to safety. Footage we reviewed seems to bolster Johnson's account. The video shows Johnson conducting the evacuation of senators from the chamber. Yet Tark Johnson was not rewarded for what he did. He was punished. A photo emerged of Johnson wearing a MAGA hat outside the Capitol. That picture cost him his career. Sometimes I look at it and like, thank you, God, for blessing me with this hat. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I wish this hat never came in my life. A Biden voter, Johnson says he donned the hat in an effort to rescue fellow officers he believed were trapped in the building. I figured if I had the hat on, it would be easier for me to navigate my way through the crowd. It was um, basically self-preservation and um, de-escalation, um, and I needed to get up those steps. I couldn't say what would have happened walking through that crowd without it. But for the crime of wearing a Trump hat, Johnson found himself suspended. Ultimately, he resigned from the force and lost his pension. He now works part-time as a furniture mover. Yogananda Pittman, meanwhile, thrived. Two days after January 6th, Nancy Pelosi elevated Pittman to acting chief of the Capitol Police. Late last year, Pittman took a high-paying job as the head of security at UC Berkeley, which is right outside Pelosi's congressional district. Berkeley announced Pittman's hiring with unqualified praise for her, quote, steadfast commitment to social justice. Pittman herself boasted about her heroic performance on January 6th. Her department, she said, quote, saved democracy that day. We reached out to Yogananda Pittman for comment, but she didn't get back to us. Tark Johnson's... Of course not. Of course not. So the man that was in charge of getting these people out and evacuating them, the boss didn't give him any, any, uh, any update on how to do that. Go ahead, go do it. Nothing. Silence. And he wore a MAGA hat when he was out with the protesters because he thought, hey, if I wear a MAGA hat, at least I look like I'm part, I'm, I'm with them. Any reasonable person that didn't want to get violent, that didn't want to get attacked, wouldn't he have done the same thing? I, that's just a smart move in my opinion. He was fired. 
And then you get a social justice warrior put up there by Nancy Pelosi, and then she is, she is the one that is praised. We all know what's going on here. All of it. And Tucker Carlson has been called a racist, uh, Trump's propaganda, uh, propaganda, propaganda lapdog. And then something happened that I saw, and this is why, guys, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the uh, Twitter especially so much lately, because I love watching the infiltrators and Con Inc. and the scum fucks that exist that pretend to be on our side and we'll always call them out. A lot of people, all of a sudden, they, 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 there's a story that came out about Tucker Carlson and old text messages and his hatred towards Donald Trump. The Daily Mail said Tucker Carlson told colleagues he hated Trump passionately and was excited about not having to cover him after 2020 election loss court filings claim. And I don't know if they have the text messages in here, but basically the same, the same cast of figures, Laura Loomer makes it in here again. And you guys all saw me and Laura Loomer go back and forth on Twitter when I called her out because I said she was a bullshit source. She was out here saying that none of the January 6th footage would ever be released by Kevin McCarthy, um, and it did. And I called her out. She never deleted the tweet on it because, of course, this is what dumb fucks do. Laura Loomer was out here at the forefront of this story saying, hey, look, guys, remember your savior? You know, the one that all of you guys are like, oh, Fox News has the story. And she puts this out. It wasn't just her. It was a whole bunch of other people as well. Take a look at these Tucker Carlson text messages that were just released as part of discovering the Fox News lawsuit. He said he hates him passionately. And these are the uh, these are the text messages. This is Tucker saying we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. Truly can't wait. The response from the co-workers is, I want nothing more. It does feel very close. I imagine things will get nice starting around mid-February. Tucker says, I hate him passionately. I blew up at Peter Navarro today in frustration. I actually like Peter, but I can't handle much more of this. And guys, you've been following me for a long time here, and there are waves to there are there are waves to this. Last year, there was plenty, and it wasn't just from Laura Loomer. There was a bunch of people, a bunch of people, out here talking about is Donald Trump really the future of the party? Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, blah 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 blah. And there was points that it seemed like people were getting they were getting kind of low on Trump. Could that very well be what what uh, what Tucker Carlson's doing here? And guys, I want to be this is let's just boil this down to uh, the brass tacks here. I don't give a shit if Tucker Carlson hates Donald Trump or not. I don't care. I care about the people getting the truth, the American people knowing what's actually going on, not being kept in the dark. If Tucker Carlson's going to give us even a little bit of sunlight on that, I'm good with it because sunlight is the best disinfectant, and transparency is what would ultimately lead to accountability. That's what I'm here for. I don't care who hates who. Tucker Carlson could be a complete snob, stuck-up elite, and I said this yesterday, very well could be. Maybe he does hate Trump. Does it matter to you? Does it matter to me? I don't know. I don't really care. But it's really funny. And to put a kind of a bow on this, apparently, I think Tucker, you guys might know better than me, I don't have cable anymore, so I can't, I can only watch these things with clips when they come out after the show. There may be more stuff coming out today. This could be an entire week thing. Maybe it is. You guys can tell me in the chat. But this whole thing about McCarthy, and he just, we just found out from Kim Iowa saying, telling me that he declined Zelensky's invitation, which I find absolutely hilarious. Fuck Zelensky, the stupid fucking little Nazi, just like Anthony Fauci. They can all go to the bottom of the ocean for all I care. McCarthy, this is a, a quote here. Actually, an article from Washington Examiner. McCarthy said as he has repeatedly defended his decision to release the footage to Carlson, noting, 
The exchange fulfills a pledge he made during his bid for House Speaker, and he also argued the release was important to ensure a transparent investigation into the Capitol riot. McCarthy also indicated he make the tapes more widely available once Carlson's crew was done sifting through them, and several January 6th defendants said they plan to access the materials. This is the thing, guys. This is what the dumb, the smooth brains on Con Inc. and also the left don't understand. These are Brady violations. There are real people rotting in prison and have been rotting in prison for over two, for two years now, going into their second year. Real prosecutors are going to get access to those materials now because it's going to help them in their cases. And a lot of the DOJ, those lawyers, they should be in a lot of trouble. Will they get into a lot of trouble? We don't know yet. But this material is now going to be sought after by prosecutors. And not only that, the public is also going to get them. Uh, public wants them as well. And McCarthy is saying after Tucker Carlson's team does what he's got, he wants to make them more widely available. And I said this yesterday, give these materials to the Anons. Give them to us, the citizen journalists. Give them to all of us. We'll have that shit done in a week. We'll have it done in a week. We'll know who the Fed boys are too. We'll find out who they are. We are the new CIA, the Citizens Intelligence Agency. That's what we do here. And there's plenty of people out here like myself and many others in this community that will gladly sit through and together go through 41,000 hours worth of footage and find every single thing and pull it out and put it out for the world to see. No bias, just the truth. So this is where things are at. We're going to see if, uh, if McCarthy's going to actually follow through. And the sick part about this, guys, the how evil these people are. Derek Evans, I believe he's one of the lawyers that's representing some of these uh, January Sixers here. Derek Evans says, after two nights of the truth being shown on Tucker Carlson, this, they're talking about the D.C. prison. They decided to do a shakedown in the D.C. gulag. The guys are back on lockdown and unable to speak with their families. This is 100% retaliation against my fellow January 6th political prisoners. Release them now. Derek Evans goes on to say, lockdown in the D.C. gulag. All their personal belongings were taken. Legal papers seized. Medications flushed. Bart Shively is, a di- is on diabetic meds. Others on meds as well. Blankets and pillows taken. This is one of the greatest human rights violations in our lifetime. I'm telling you right fucking now, guys. These people, these January 6th prisoners, they need all of our support. Their families need all their support. And they will get their day. Just like so many of us are getting vindicated with the truth, with messages, uh, emails, texts, whatever it is, phone calls saying you guys were right the entire time. These people that have been through absolute, through absolute hell and are currently going through hell, they are going to get their day in court, and they, I, I really believe, guys, they're going to get everything returned back to them tenfold. The ones that were nonviolent, the grandmas, their everyday patriots like me and you that, had, that got swept up in this, that did nothing wrong, they are going to get vindicated one day, and this is what they're going through. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And Elon Musk, with the troll of the day here, responds to a Chuck Schumer tweet saying, Speaker McCarthy has held the gavel for less than three months, but by sharing the January 6th security footage with Fox News, he has already done more than any party leader in Congress to enable the spread of Donald Trump's big lie. And Elon Musk here puts out, retweets this amazing Stephen Boyceover video we played yesterday. It says, do you want us to remove this video? <laughs> Completely mocking the January 6th deceptively edited videos that Elon Musk and most of the world knows by now. That's exactly what they did. It's not going away. And people aren't understanding what is going on here. 
It's insanity. It's absolute insanity. And the last thing that I want to cover here, guys, apparently Zelensky is going to be uh, having a meeting um, with U.S. officials and politicians. I don't know if he's coming to the United States. Um, I know some kind of meeting is being held, though. And like I said, McCarthy just said, now nah, we're not doing that. Not going. I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the, uh, with the pipeline, the Nord Stream pipelines. And we all know the news story out now that was being pushed by all of our corporate propaganda outlets saying that a Ukrainian uh, somewhat supporting support group linked to Ukraine are the ones that blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. And I was thinking the logistics of this, how deep the, pi- uh, the pipelines are, the technology needed, the territory of which of which countries are, are, are operating in that territory, how hard would this be for a Ukrainian outlet or Ukrainian support group do? Seymour Hirsch heard this, and this, this is the man that said originally that this was the United States, this was, uh, this was military, this was his reaction to the news. What? That can't be true. They can't be that stupid. Are they that stupid? Uh, what do I care? I'm going to go look at the New York Times now. Oh, my God. Intelligence suggests Ukrainian... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. No, I haven't seen it. No, I, I, I can't comment on that stuff. What do I know? I've written a couple of other things about it. I'm going to write something next week again about it. And that's the way I do it. Seymour Hirsch in disbelief. In such a, in such a disbelief, it's comical. He laughs at it. And the story that we showed you guys yesterday, it did have some good snippets in, in, the, in, in the propaganda outlets. It had some, and we went over those yesterday. But they are literally trying to tell the world at this point that the support group came in on a yacht. And it says the specifically according to information from the ARD Capital Studio, the investigations in contrast, this is from the German outlet. So this is Germany, a, ger- a German outlet also pushing the propaganda. And this shows you how weak and feckless Germany is managed to identify the boat that was allegedly used for the secret operation. It's said to be a yacht rented from a company based in Poland, apparently owned by two Ukrainians. And according to the investigation, the secret operation at sea was carried out by a team of six people. It is said to have been five men and one woman. Accordingly, the group consists of a captain, two divers, two diving assistants, and a doctor who are said to have transported the explosives to the crime scene and placed them there. The nationality of the perpetrators is apparently unclear. The assassins used professionally... Forged passports, which are said to have been used, among other things, to rent the boat. Now, part of this could be true, guys. Do we think it's true? Probably not. We all think this is the CIA. But when you look at what it takes to, to do what was pulled off here, Rich Barris put this out on his, on his Twitter, and I thought this was absolutely fire. Do you have any idea how difficult it was, uh, militarily to pull up blowing up Nord Stream? Either you don't or you're unserious mouthpiece. Germany is a buck passer, and they want the U.S. to be buck to be the buck catcher. Thus, they are willing to lie to cover up what the U.S. did. Ukraine blew up Nord Stream is such an unserious claim. And this account here from Ellis Canton says the Nord Stream pipeline is 200 feet under the ocean. The pipes are huge and strong. They are also covered with three inches of cement, and the sabotage occurred in the area is controlled by Denmark. It takes extremely talented divers, geopolitical connections, and high-tech weapons to carry out the explosions. And you all remember this, the day that it happened. Thank you, USA. (laughs) A threat in how the Nord Stream sabotage was carried out. Summary of Seymour Hersh's article. We already went over that. That's just give you a little bit of the logistics, guys. Do anyone really believe 
that a Ukrainian support group did this? No, guys. You want to know what happened here? You want to know what I really believe happened here? Four days before Germany came out and said, yeah, we, uh, it's a Ukrainian support group. You know who met Biden four days before this came out? Germany's Olaf Scholz meets Biden after a transformative year. And I wanted to verify this myself. German's Chancellor Olaf Scholz last visited Washington. Russian forces has yet, had yet to cross the border into Ukraine. Skeptics have bounded up dire warnings. Schultz returned Friday for meetings with President Joe Biden after a transformative 12 months that required Europe to dramatically rethink its own security and Germany to undergo its most significant shift in military and energy policy in decades. You guys want to know what this meeting was really about? Schultz came in. He knows America blew this up, knows the CIA or our military outfits blew this up. They're the only ones that have the capabilities to do it, most likely, and said, listen, you are either going to get on board here and say this is Ukrainian support group or Germany is going to be pulling out of NATO. I believe that is what was stated here. And Gonzalo Lear, who's still alive, did a subsect on him way, way long ago. He also said the same thing. It says within 12 hours, both the New York Times and Washington Post published long articles claiming that the Ukrainian group blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. German media picked it up. Now the German defense minister is threatening to withdraw support for Kiev. We now know what's the plan. And he says the Germans are going to use the terrorist attack against their infrastructure as the excuse to pull out of the Ukraine project. And as we just said, Olaf went to the U.S. to tell Biden, either you blame Ukraine so we can pull our support for Ukraine or we blame you and pull out of NATO. Now Germany is trying to get out of supporting Ukraine because they know the jig is almost up. The grift is almost up. And now, all these coordinated stories are out, right? Everyone can see this for what it is, guys. And the last thing that I just want to, my, 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 my cherry on the top for everyone out there, for your own personal lives, I love this tweet from Zuby. And I think about this a lot. We don't want to be the, our own manifestors of destruction and to accept that what's happening is just the new normal now. We cannot live like that. And he puts it perfectly by saying this. The biggest problem in the West right now is many people no longer believe the future will be better than the past. This demoralization leads to cultural uh, malice. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Shame people didn't inject themselves with optimism instead. And he goes on saying what's worth noting is this sentiment is common across all demographics, regardless of age, politics, religion, race, ethnicity, or sex. Most people have bought into some sort of doomsday narrative, whether climate disaster, technocracy, nuclear war, genocide, replacement, etc. But this, guys, is what I want you to focus on. We cannot walk around dooming and glooming and just be like, well, something else bad happened. This is just the new normal now. We cannot accept that. We cannot accept that we're going to be living and eating bugs and pods and our future generations, are gonna, our kids are going to be turning to fucking batteries for these transhumanists. It's not, it's, that's not going to be our future and we will fight to the death if we have to, if it comes down to that. And hope to God that never happens. We don't want that. We don't need violence. We do not want any violence. Never do. But this is also America, and we have our own rights to defend. And if anyone tries to take that away from us, we will fight. So with that being said, guys, wanted to get that out there. What a show. What a show. Thank you, 17 Bolos Cookies, P-Quest. Space Coast says I didn't fall for the first plan, then I won't fall for the next. Possum Trap with a can. 17 says I still think China and other countries as well 
has the Dems to cheat in our elections. 100%, my friend. 100%. And Space Coast says it originated in Fort Dietrich. 17 with the ship says, Freaking fat fingers, let's get your favorite show up to 30,000 red pills today, fam. Love you all. Thank you so much. We're almost at 28,000. So we're close to that 30K. Down Home says, The Foxhole fam gives me hope, and that future will be filled with hope and love. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Proofad, thank you for that cookie. Maven says, How about you all fuck the noise? You know reality. Of course. Of course. Thank you, Maz, for the cookie. We are the new CIA. Space Coast says, Patriot News Outlets host all conservative news minus commercials on Rumble. And Maven with the Kansas and then the big brown shark came. <laughs> My God. Thank you, Maven, for that. I appreciate it, guys. Last call for donations. Super appreciate it. If you guys can hit that red, be- uh, red pill for me, smash that thumbs up. Crazy, crazy show today. Absolutely crazy show. So this is where we're at, guys. It's it's insane. It's insanity. Absolute insanity. We are 2,000 gold pills away from that 30K. Let's see if we can hit it. Thank you, 17, for that shit. Boom. That'll certainly put us super close. And another ship. That'll do it, my friend. You did it. Thank you, 17, for that super generosity. To everyone out there for dropping those gold pill bombs. Do not give up hope, fam. We're here and we're not going anywhere. Let's get to the uh, scratching here. Colton says, evil is being destroyed. I agree. In so many ways that we can't see, there are too much good. And uh, we're still standing here strong, guys. America, we aren't going anywhere, guys. Let's uh, get that scratching up there. There we go. Let's get this rocking and rolling. Let's release that gold, those, uh, that gold pill. Here we go. Scratching is released, and now we're up to 31,217 gold pills. Big booms there. Thank you all so much. And thank you to Oriana for that last-minute cookie. Look at that. It's flying off. Big Willie, 30. Fork and Daniel, 37. Big, big gold pill winners, guys. And if you guys, make sure you check out my friend who made my sign. I got to put it back on the wall. I got to get something better to put up on the wall. Check out Russ Ridge Studios for professional signs, custom-made stuff. He has it all here. He works this with his dad. Please go check out his website. It's Etsy.com site called Rust Ridge Studios. All American-made products here, guys. It doesn't get much better than this. I got the sign. I still have to put it up here behind me. And, guys, make sure, if you're looking to lose some weight, go through my mom's business, Breakthrough M2, at the Linktree link here, and get your free uh, get, get started with a free consultation. Get hooked up with a coach and take the journey that many of the Woke family have, have done to getting themselves healthier and getting themselves back on track to a better, just a better overall quality of life. It's all there. You're supporting my mom's business. And if you use code WOKE20, use code WOKE20 to get $20 off any of your uh, any purchases for that. And of course, guys, for Russ Ridges, I think it's WOKE10. WOKE10 for a discount on there as well. Crazy, crazy show. And I'm sure there's going to be more stuff tomorrow, more big things tomorrow. I didn't even get to eat lunch again today. It was two days in a row. I got to eat lunch now. I'm starving. And uh, feeling good. Feeling pretty damn good. Thank you guys so much. Smashing away. Smashing away. Hundred eighty gold pills, thirty-two thousand seven hundred twenty uh, gold pills. Amazing, guys. We are we are we are all done here. 
Shout out to all my mods. Please give my mods some love before you head out the door. They do this for free. One day I'm hoping I can pay them all. We get the show up to that point. Give them some love. Let everyone know how much they're appreciated. I love them so much. They're part of the fam. And guys, please smash that red pill. Smash that thumbs up. I will see you all tomorrow at the same time, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. Follow me on Twitter, Telegram, True Social, at Woke Societies, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Until then, stay safe, stay strong, stay woke. Good night, everybody. Time, weather, and... Okay, <laughs> 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 <laughs>